Hello, everyone, and welcome to another the Global. We are your hosts, Sean Dean Pablo. Hey, everyone. We're approaching the finale of our top 10 of every position. The penultimate episode today, we're doing left mids, left wingers. So last week, in case you missed it, so before you listen to this one, go check that one out. In case you're debating whether some players will name our left wingers or right wingers, just check it out. Check out last episode to clarify. So as always, what we'll do is we'll each pick our top 10, top 12 in this case, some honorable mentions, and then we'll look at what EA Sports ranked as their best left wingers on the FIFA 21. So without further ado, let's get started with the honorable mentions. Okay, um, as my three honorable mentions, I went for Yannick Carrasco, um, the Belgian left winger from Atletico Madrid. Um, <laughs> from what I've seen, um, he, he doesn't get much playing time, but when he does, I think he's very... Um, like he brings a lot of creativity to Atletico Madrid, very skillful player, and I don't know, just um, when I see him, creates lots of chances, um, just wh- whipping balls in and stuff. So that's why I have him on my list. I think on my um, honorable mentions, I think going to China a couple of years back really <laughs> kind of ruined um, his career a bit, but I think now he's kind of finding a bit of form. Uh, second, I have um, Wilfred Zaha from Crystal Palace. Just a very, like, I, he's kind of the face of all of their um, whole club. And he has been for the past, like, three years. Um, I know there's a couple, like, two, last year and even the years before that, he, he was always asking them to leave. And he wanted like a, to go to a bigger club. And unfortunately, they couldn't make it happen because they're asking for like 70, 80 million. But I don't know how, like it's tough to tell how he would strive at a big club because we've only seen him do it in the Premier League and usually just against smaller clubs. So I think it's too hard to tell how he would do um, like in the Champions League or bigger ever uh, against big um, European opposition. And then last, I, I did a tough call, but I went for Ansu Fati as my last honorable mention. Um, yeah, a youngster, um, super talented. Um, could definitely be on the list right now. Um, and he's had a, cra- a crazy good start to the season, but We'll just see how, how good he, he gets in the future. Yeah. I'm with you as Ansu Fati as an honorable mention because of his breakout year last year. Not only that, but the way he started this year. I think for the first couple of weeks, he was Barca's best player. Mm-hmm. He scored a, a couple of their first goals, played well, was like one of their best performers with the skill, agility, passing, shooting, all that. And yeah, that injury happened. So we'll see how he comes back from that. But undoubtedly, in the next few years, he'll be hopefully one of the best left wingers in the world because his skills obviously there, especially at such a young age. As my second honorable mention, I have um, Oryazabal 
the Real Sociedad left winger. Very young, lots of potential. Only 23 years of age and appears to be Sociedad's best player. Also plays for Spain. Reached. I just... Players higher up on my list have been playing for, um, so far, better teams. And... The recording stopped. No. I said, do another one. It's safe, though. And like I said with Ansu, he's also super young. So I think, again, undoubtedly in the next few years, hopefully for the top wingers, left wingers in the world too, just because of his young age. Well, he's not that young, but yeah, he's still yet to really like grasp the stage and really like get maybe like a transfer or whatever. But for now, he's an honorable mention. And my third honorable mention is Real Madrid's Vinicius Jr., who, again, has been playing super well for Real Madrid. I don't think he's um, starting as much now as he did last year. But I think the skills there, again, he's such a youngster, so he'll be one of the best in the next few years to come. But the players I put on that list are have performed, let's say, better and have been a more important part of their team than Vinicius has. That's not to say that he's not important. He's very important for Real Madrid, but the other players have, have a much more important role, in my opinion. So, and FIFA 21's honorable mentions, they also have three, and they have three complete, two completely different ones. Firstly, they have um, Kostic from Frankfurt. So they gave him an 84 rating. 83 rating, pardon me. But that's not enough for the top 10. Then um, Rafa from Benfica also was an 83 rating. And then finally, they agreed with me with Orias Dabal. Not enough in their top 10, but they still gave him an 84 rating. So let's get into the tops now. Okay. At 12th, I have um, Jack Grealish from Aston Villa. Um and I think it, it, it's very the situation's very similar to Zaha's, where he's kind of the face of the whole club, the whole franchise. Um, he's been there for I don't know almost his whole career, I think, and just recently um, signed another like four-year de- uh, contract. Even though he was linked to a bunch of the major Premier League clubs like Manchester United, and I think just he. He's just 
he, he kind of just carries their team, to be honest, just both in terms of goals and assists. And I think they're off to a great start this season. They almost got relegated last season, but I think he really kept them motivated. And, you know, they finally pulled through and won that um, or tied that last game to decide it. And I think now they're finally finding some form in the Premier League, which is always tough to do in your first season coming up. So I think now that they're used to it, he's going to strive even more. And yeah, they're, they're, um, they're doing good so far. So, so he's your 12th yeah. best left wing? Yeah. So I actually thought he was a cam. I did not put him on okay. this list. So at number 12, I have Christian Pulisic. Okay. The American Chelsea left winger. I think especially last year, he was one of their best players when healthy. And this year, he's with all the transfers that's come in and his injuries, he hasn't been playing as much. And he's kind of been like, not replaced, but Timo Werner has been fitting that left wing role. But I'm sure that when Pulisic back, I think Timo Werner will go with the striker. But yeah, last year, he was one of their best players and had incredible games, especially that, that one against Man City. After the season restarted, where I think that game actually won Liverpool the league. Yeah, not sure though. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a great player. I think he's not higher on the list because again, he's he has a lot of room to improve, and because he hasn't been playing as much as all these other players. So for now, he's twelve, and I realized that we're doing twelve players. So actually. Um, Rafa does make the list. He's at number twelve, wow. and I already say that Oya Zabal is number eleven on FIFA's list. Yeah, I think that's kind of high. <laughs> Break those players, but so number eleven. Number eleven, I have Pulisic at two. Um, they're one higher than you did, but yeah, for the same reasons you said, I think. Yeah, um, too bad he got injured, but because, yeah, at the end of last season, he was looking like like one of their best players. And I think he, he also, they also gave him the number 10 jersey there. So that's kind of showing that they think he has lots of potential for the club and he's going to be there for um, a long time. And yeah, I think just, I think I'm excited to see how, him, Werner, Havertz is going to play out when he's fully fit. Yeah, that's for sure going to be interesting. At number 11, I have Diego Jota. So he's had an incredible start to his Liverpool career. And he's basically been either playing on the left wing or as a striker. So obviously that hat-trick in Champions League, those goals in the Prem, he's been playing super well. I have been at 11 and not higher because we're kind of basing it off the last few years and we're seeing right now. And like while he was good at Wolves, he wasn't like that top-notch level. Like people were actually, at first when he signed for Liverpool, people were questioning the transfer fee and maybe seeing Liverpool overpaid. Obviously no one's saying that now, but that goes to show initially at Wolves, he was good but not incredible. So just for that... I'll put him at 11, but obviously room to improve. 
which he will undoubtedly do. So at number, yeah, I said when FIFA got number eleven, so top ten now. Top ten. Um, so top tenth, I got Hazard. Um, you know, fully fit, he could definitely be in my in the top five, maybe even the top four. If we made this list three years ago, he would definitely be in my top four. I would say, but just because due to injury and obviously the transfer hasn't done him any good either. Um, but I think he still deserves to be on this list just because of how great he was at Chelsea and how great we know he is, how great he played in that World Cup in 2018. So I think um, I, I, don't, I don't know how good he's going to perform even um, because he got injured again. Um, yeah. So I don't even know how good he's going to perform when he comes back. And I think even last season he said, like, yeah, we had a great season here at Real Madrid, but individually I had the worst season of my career. So I don't know. So it's going to be, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how he, how he comes back and if he's going to be at the same level he was before. Mm-hmm. And number 10, I have um, Kingsley Coleman. So the real that Bayern Munich left wing, the Champions League hero. So he's obviously like a, I say a top ten winger. He doesn't start for Bayern, but still, either plays incredible on the bench or plays incredible. Sorry, off the bench, or incredible when he does start, like we saw in the first few Champions League games, when he eventually got the start. And yeah, he's also young too. He's a lot of agility, pace, dribbling, super helpful for that Bayern. Winger spot in case Sane gets injured again. And for that, he's definitely a top 10 left wing, but because he doesn't start and his teammate is higher on my list. So we'll, we'll put him at 10. And number 10, FIFA, have Lorenzo Insigne, okay. Napoli left winger. So number nine now? Number nine, I have um, Kingsley Coleman. Um, for yeah, the same reasons you just said. Um, I think the agility, the pace, is um, essential to his game, and he really knows how to use it. And I think Bayern, Bayern have really built their um, tactics around pacey wingers, and I think he's just perfect for that role because he can go down the wing, whip them in, or even cut onto his right and shoot. So. Um, yeah, I also have his teammate higher, but I just think, um, yeah, Coleman, Coleman, we all we all saw how great he was in the Champions League final too, scoring the winner, and we need to give him some credit for that. Yeah, for sure. At number nine, I have Lorenzo Insigne, so the player of FIFA just named 10. I think he's had a very underrated role for Napoli. I think anyone who watches the Italian league seriously would obviously say how vital he is for them. He's now captaining them, I believe, from the games that I've seen. And from that left-wing role, not only for Napoli, but for Italy, he's been extremely vital the last few years. He's still only 29, has a couple more years ahead. And for that underrated role he brings and how important he is to that Napoli team, that if you remember... 
was challenging for the title not so long ago. And it was still a Champions League squad. And is on the come up again this year, so big role for them. So that's why I think he's ninth. And at number nine, FIFA actually agrees with you. Kingsley Coleman with an 85 rating. Not bad. Yeah. So yeah. Now at eighth? At eighth, I also have um, Lorenzo Insigne. And I actually checked the Serie A standings for the past, like, four years. And out of the past four years, Napoli have finished second three of those years. Which I exactly. didn't, I didn't know. You always think of other of the big clubs um, when you think of the like top three um, Serie A. So, um, yeah, it's. I think it, he kind he kind of goes unnoticed to an extent. Um, sometimes, like everyone knows, he's um, he's Napoli's best player, but um, we're one of their best players, I would say. But, um, yeah, I think sometimes just Napoli's success goes unnoticed. So there's definitely uh, some credit uh, to give it. Yeah. And at number eight, I have Kingsley Coleman's teammate, the one we've been hinting at last few minutes, Leroy Sané, the ex-Man City left winger. So, yeah, I think he's a great left winger. I think he started pretty well for Bayern. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Played great for Man City. Was not really like a full-out starter. That's kind of why he left. Was really between him and either Mara Silva or Sterling on those winger spots. And despite that injury he had last year, he came back strong for Bayern. And yeah, he's, on his, he's still super young too, 25 years old. So he's a 24 years old, pardon me. So yeah, he's a long career ahead of him, hopefully for him. Great player. And yeah, that's why I think he's number eight. And at number eight, FIFA agrees with me. They have Leroy Sané. Wow, nice. 85 rating as well. So number seven now. Number seven, I have um, Marcus Rashford, um, the United man. Um, I think um, Rashford, obviously, we've seen him play uh, lots of positions, like came through the academy as a striker and then slowly um, moved his way to the left wing spot where I think he is. That's his best position. Um. I think even Mourinho said that too, that he thinks, or after um, he left Manu, he said that, yeah, Rashford's best position is on the left wing. And I think, yeah, just his pace, uh, finishing, manages to score lots of goals um, from that position. And I think really essential to Man United's team because I think he's been there for his whole life. He's built lots of chemistry in that team. So I think... um, yeah, they uh, know how to find him. He knows how to get on the ball um, and have have impact. So, um, okay. yeah, very political man too. We all know all the good things he does for the English community. So, yeah, well, at number seven, 
I actually have Rashford higher, so. Uh-huh. But at number seven, I have a surprising pick in AC, but I have Eden Hazard. Okay, yeah. So I don't really know my criteria for this, but I think that because of how good he was the last few years, like people were saying he's the third best player in the world other than Messi and Ronaldo. People were seriously saying he's better than Neymar. And they had like reasoning to do that too. I don't know what happened to him after he moved to Real. But the talent is still there and I think it's more the injuries than anything. So I think because of everything he's done the last few years, I I think I'd rate him higher than the the young players who are still on the come up. I say undoubtedly they'll pass him in the next few years, but just for everything he's done previously, I have him at seven. And FIFA agrees with me. Sorry, FIFA FIFA has has um Marcus Rashford at seven, so they agree with you with an eighty five rating. Yeah. So going into number six. Yeah, number six, I have Leroy Sané, uh, Bayern's new signing. Um, you know, there's lots of excitement around him being back in Germany. And, um, yeah, he's, he, I think just in terms of, like, pace, scoring, creativity, um, creating chances, I think um, he's, he, I, I don't know how to compare him to Gnabry, but I think they're similar players, but I think Sané is just a bit a bit better in terms of um, just just in terms of chances created, um, goals, and not necessarily assists. I'd say, but um, I think this trio right now. I think I said this last episode too. It's probably going to be one of the best we were ever going to see at Bayern. Um, even. I think in the next two years or next year, year or two, I think this is going to be just as good as the Robin Ribery days when they were in their prime. Um, and the, I don't know. I think it, they're very comparable players, um, Sané and Gnabry to Robin and Ribery. So I think, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how, how they strive in the Champions League, especially when they're tested. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you for that. Pretty interesting partnership for the future, that one. But at number six, I have Marcus Rashford. So pretty much, I agree with everything you said about him. How important he is to Man U and everything he's done outside of the game. But I think despite him not appearing on a score sheet every week, he still has those games where he's completely the game changer, like against Leipzig or other games in the Prem. And kind of with the arrival of Bruno, he's taken a step back in terms of being their leading creative man, but that's actually helped him flourish as a striker. And I think Bruno's helping him a lot. And since he said he's so young too, only 22 years old, which is actually crazy when you think about it, because he's been on the stage for so long. He has lots of time ahead of him. So pretty exciting for football fans. But at number six, FIFA rated Eden Hazard a six. They gave him an 88 rating. 
Yeah, so top five now. Yeah, top five, top five. Left, uh, my fifth. At fifth, I have Hunmin Sung, the South Korean international. Uh, I think. Yeah, I I don't think he's a, he he could ever be in my top four. Looking at the players I have ahead of him, but I just think, um, yeah, I think I think fifth is is a good position for him right now, just based off the form he's in and the form Tottenham Tottenham's in, um, um, just um, this season. He's been he's been bagging them in um, so far with Kane. And obviously, I think that's a crazy good partnership to have at Tottenham um, with both Son and Kane. And, um, you know, the pace finishing is, is, is there. And I, I, don't, I don't know what, to, what more to say, but it just he, he, he creates lots of chances and just scores goals. And I don't know, he's very consistent for them, like, if you see um, the goals they score, it's almost like only either Son or Kane. So, yeah, I also put him at five, but I think I was ve- very close to putting him at number four. I was debating whether I put him at four or five, and I agree with most of what you said. But I think he's more than just the goal scorer for Tottenham. He's brought a lot of life back into our, their attack, sort of like the playmaker with his dribbling, with his agility and pace, like we said with a lot of these other wingers. But I think he's really revitalized them, especially with how well he's performing. And, yeah, that partnership with Kane has really unleashed him. Kane becoming the playmaker, surprisingly, and Son becoming the one to finish them in, but it also goes vice versa. And I think... He's, I wrote, he's actually like entered the front stage now this year, being one of the top scorers in the league. But he's been doing this for a while with Honda, but it's been more low key. So for that, I think it was either between five and four for him, but I think five is a fitting place. Yeah. And FIFA agrees with us. So clean 88 rating for the guy. Yeah. Son Heung-Ming. So number four number now. Four. At fourth, I have Raheem Sterling. Um, yeah, I think just... Um, I think whenever I watch City, to be honest, whenever Sterling's not playing, he is. I do see a difference in their team. Just, like, confidence level, um, like, chances uh, created. I think Sterling's actually, like... You look at City and you see all the depth they have, but I think Sterling is actually one of those players who, who, like, he can't really be replaced, I wouldn't say, even though they have great other wingers, um, even Ferran Torres now, um, which can play on both wings. But I think just in terms of skills, um, and I think, like, pace, dribbling, like he can do both cut in, shoot, cross. Um, you know, 
and gets lots of penalties. Um, but I think, yeah, I think he's just been essential for them in the past, like, four years, five years, especially in when they won those two titles. Him and Aguero always doing damage up front. So I think, um, yeah, definitely he deserves lots of credit for Man City's success when they are successful. And then when they then when they're not, but you know that's how it is. Yeah, that makes sense. I also have a number four, and I think the rest of our list is going to be pretty self-evident. Yeah. Yeah, everything I agree with with everything you said. He coming from Liverpool, he really flourished into one of their most their best players and most important players. And only 25 years of age. It's pretty surprising, too. Still so young. Wow, yeah. And, yeah, everything you said. I agree with you. So that's why me and FIFA have him at number four as well. Nice. 88 rating, two. Mm. So top three now. So the top three I have, I'm, I'm sure you have them, too, but... I have Sadio Mane, uh, Liverpool's left winger. And, yeah, I I honestly always thought he was actually better than Salah. Uh, even though we put Salah at second in our, our right winger list, I think, yeah, both of us had Salah as our second place. But obviously, I think left wing is a much more competitive position or looking at our list, so... I think um, I think just in terms of chances created, um, I think, and impact, I think Mane um, does more than Salah. I think I look at Salah as more a uh, goal scorer, to be honest. Even though he plays on that right wing, you usually only just see him score goals. So I think, um, yeah, Mane... If I if I could keep one, I I would keep Mane over Salah. I'd say, just because of all the, just because of how often he gets on the ball, how much he creates, and yeah. Yeah, I agree with you with um putting Mane at third. But I yeah everything how good Mane is, I actually would put Salah ahead of him. Ooh. I think. Salah is, if you look at goals scored, I think Salah has more in the last three years, I think. I think Morris is too. But I th- looking at Liverpool games, I think Salah has a much more important role to them. Salah, I think, drops back a bit more. He's more he plays more in the build-up, and you see how clinical he is on the counterattacks and shooting. I think he's always consistently there. Whereas Mane sometimes takes a day off, but yeah, and that's not that's not to say that Mane isn't good. Mane is incredible. He's definitely deserves a spot as top three left wing. But I guess we're going off topic now. But yeah, Mane ninety rating on FIFA twenty one, third best left winger. So that leaves us to number two. Yeah. Number two, um, Neymar. I'm sure both of us have him, but um, 
Yeah, I think obviously didn't have the greatest Champions League final and everyone was expecting him to perform at the biggest stage and he didn't. But I think before that, we saw how good Neymar was. Um, Didn't score many goals, but obviously created much and is kind of, um, like you said about Sun, uh, gives life to that whole PSG team. Um, Without him, I don't know, I think they usually struggle without him and Mbappe, but I think just in terms of skill, skills, skill-wise, technical ability, I think he's probably one of the best in, one of the best in the world, top three out of any positions. And I think, um, yeah, just he's shown it um, in the past, like since he's came to Barca, he's shown how good he was every, every day. So. Yeah. For sure, I also have a number two. Everything I agree with you. I still think moving to PSG was a questionable choice for him. Would have been much better at Barca. I guess he wanted to show that he is capable of being that player without Messi. But no one doubted that in the first place anyways. But yeah, like you said, I think he formed an unlikely partnership with Mbappe. No one really saw that coming when Neymar first announced he was going to PSG. Everyone thought it was just going to be Neymar carrying. But yeah, he's definitely top two left wing. He see, think more. We see how important he is more to PSG, more to Brazil than to PSG. Mm-hmm. He's already approaching like Brazil's top scorer ever, yeah. despite his relative young age. I mean, not he's twenty eight, but still has a couple more, many more years ahead of him. Considering the next person on our list is thirty five, yeah. but we see how more important he is to Brazil putting all that creativity and life into the team. Yeah. FIFA agrees with us. 91 rating for him. Okay. (laughs) And that leads us to number one. Yeah, number one, Cristiano. I think, obviously, uh, we should have a whole episode (laughs) on if who's better, Neymar or Messi. I mean, Ronaldo or Messi, but um, obviously, we can talk for hours about that, but I think Ronaldo, it's crazy just how consistent he is in front of goal, especially, like you said, at his age, 35. Um, scored two goals last uh, Friday, I think, um, in Serie A. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been bagging them in since he went to Juventus. At Real Madrid, um, even at Man U. So I think it's just, you can't deny the, the fact that he's probably one of the best goal scorers we've ever seen. Yeah. More than that, though, I think, I don't think he's as important in the build up to the build up to the goals than to Messi. I think Messi really is the heart and soul of every team he's part of. Ronaldo, he also, I think he really provides energy. He motivates his teammates. And we see how excited everyone is when he scores. Like, I think like everyone, usually, I, I've been watching the Juve games. Every time he scores, like the whole team goes crazy, even though they're already winning. 
think just because that's how much energy it brings to the team. And that's really important if you think about it. You see that U of A team was lifeless when um, Ronaldo tested positive. But when he came back, they immediately hit the ground running. And I think everyone else started playing better too. So for that, he's obviously tied to GOAT Yeah, and Messi. There's no point arguing yet. I think we should just enjoy the fact that we're both watching them play week in, week out. Yeah, yeah that about sums up our top 12 and honorable mention left wing, left midfielders in the world. So we hope you enjoyed. Um, again, check back the right wing episode if there's anyone that you think is a left wing, but we classified as a right wing or as a cam. So check out the previous episodes. Stay tuned for our final episode of Top 10 Strikers coming up next week. And thank you, Pablo, for joining me as always. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed and we'll see you soon. Bye. Yeah.